and welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Disney podcast. As always, I am your host, Corey G., and with me is my wife, Kel. Say hi to everybody, babe. Hello, everyone. Hello. So we are jumping right into it. Uh, we have recapped 2023, and now we are starting off 2024. We've had a couple of episodes already. In this week's episode, we are going to dive a little deeper into a tool that we use all of the time, mm-hmm. whether it's us planning or we're helping others people plan. Um, and that is the crowd calendar. Mm-hmm. We've referenced it quite a bit. Um, and it has come really far in the amount of time that we have been going to Disney. It's amazing to me because it used to be in a uh, like a Walt Disney World book that I would buy oh, at yeah. the bookstore. Oh, yeah printed and that was that was how we would look at the calendar and now and then it evolved to online a paid subscription Mm -hmm. and now there are tons of crowd calendars free so we're going to get into a little bit of what a crowd calendar is how you use it and just kind of give folks a little bit of our perspective on the crowd calendar so um obviously to begin with it, it is it is what it sounds like Yep. It's a calendar that tells you how crowded the parks will be. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. It's not, you know, but it was super interesting to me when I was kind of doing some research to figure things out that we were going to talk about today. It did talk about how, you know, the crowd calendar that you would have used six years ago. Right. Is different it might look exactly the same. Okay. But a 5 out of 10 six years ago is not a 5 out of 10 today. So why is that relevant? That is relevant because if you haven't been to Disney in a hot minute, then when you look at like, oh, well, I went at one of these lower crowd times yes. before, don't expect that what you saw six plus years ago at a quote off peak time is not necessarily going to be what it is now even though all you hear on the news is oh disney's you know crowds are down and this and that they are still up significantly from more five plus years ago so while they're down as they're trying to rebuild from pandemic and all of that stuff, they're still bringing in way more people than they were five to ten years ago. Yes. So that's that's important to note, right? What was a three, uh, five, six years ago is going to look different than a three mm-hmm. today. So keep that in mind. The other thing um, that I wanted to point out was way back when we were buying books – you were buying books to find, like, oh, when is it going to be really quiet? It's not going to be really quiet. No, there is no such thing as really quiet. It's relative. Yeah. So we've gone, and we've been like, wow, it is dead. Yeah. And it's dead to us. Right. But again, to someone who hasn't been or doesn't go frequently or doesn't go during those peak times – It might not feel dead to you. Yeah, so to that point, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about your perspective. So even on days when it's like a 1 out of 10, like what does that mean, right? Because everything is either 
a scale of one to ten, a color coded system where yep. it goes from like light green to red. Most of the scales are in increments of two, and you can think of it from a one to ten level. Right. So most of the ones that I generally lean to to use are a one to three, a four to six. And then they lump in a 7 to 10. And I know for our purposes, we kind of divvied up that 7 to 10 range. Um, There's really only one other pretty reliable source that I look at sometimes that is a 1 to 5 scale. Okay. But I will tell you that there is no such thing as a 1 out of 10 anymore. I went through the entire year of 2024. Yes. There is not one day in the entire calendar year that is a 1 out of 10. There are a handful of days that are a 1 to 3, in that 2 to 3 out of 10. okay. You're never going to find a full week. Okay, interesting. You're going to find maybe a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, back to back, and those other days in the week might jump into 4 or 5. 4 or 5, but there is not a one out of 10 ever anymore. Right. So what is the, so we lumped it for, for our purposes based on our experience. I lumped it based on our experience and what I've seen. And my system is one to three because in my world, a three is just like a one because you're never going to see a one. Nope. So it, I just lump those numbers together. And then I have four to six because again, to me, a six and a four are pretty similar in what you're going to see. Um, but I think a three and a four is different. So here's my here's my rationale. One to three means popular rides at popular times, meaning middle of the day. Mm-hmm. You're going to have probably a 40 to 60 minute wait. Right. And we're talking mm-hmm. most popular, like the yes. big ones. Yeah. So we're talking Peter Pan, Guardians. Uh, Mind Train, Tron, those, mm-hmm. you know, uh, t- um, roller coaster, uh, rock and roll roller coaster, Tower of Terror. Yep. Those big, you know, rides, those big park rides are going to be 40 to 60 minutes mm-hmm. um, peak time. Because on a light day, an hour wait for those rides is a light wait. Yes. And uh, so that's what one, two, three means in our rating is that big rides at busy times, you're going to wait for an hour. And that lines up with the way that some of our tools like Undercover Tourist, mm-hmm. their, their green mm-hmm. is a one to three. Yes. Um, and then for me, I group together four to six. What does four to six mean? Four to six means uh, same as above, except there's going to be less opportunities for shorter wait times so when it's Mm -hmm. one to three you probably have from when the park opens till maybe noon time maybe even one o'clock to get on those heavy rides with an hour wait from one to probably four five six o'clock you're going to be waiting that hour Mm -hmm. and then after six o'clock you're going to have from six to close that you you have shorter wait times four to six scale means you don't have until 12 or 1. No. You might have till 10 or 11. You got to kind of rope drop yeah, those days you gotta, to yeah. take advantage of the lower wait yeah. times. And then um, 
you have a little bit of time at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. The one to three, you don't really need to plan for. Four to six, you got to do a little bit of planning. Mm -hmm. um, and then you, you jump into the next scale, which for me is seven and eight. It's not a three-point scale. This one is only a two-point scale. Seven and eight. Seven and eight means you need to get help. Yep. It's going to be busy. You're going to need to plan. Um, and you need to plan just about everything. You don't need to plan everything, but you need to plan a lot. You need to plan on a lot of early days and a lot of late days. But you can also get some rest in, in the middle. It's mm -hmm. not so busy that you won't be able to rest during the middle of the day. It's going to be long wait times. Like those are the days, 7, 8, and we'll get into it more, but 7, 8, you have to rely on a Genie Plus. Yes, you'll be, you'll be rope dropping. You'll probably be getting out of the park by 11, and you probably won't be going back until 4 or 5. Um, if that's if that's your game, yeah. if you don't want to spend, because if you stay between eleven and four, you're probably going to get on two rides. I was going to say you're going to get two rides, and it's, it's just not worth it, that. Yeah, it's time. high stress. Yeah, um, and you need to prioritize the things that are important to your family because mm -hmm. you're probably going to get to about seventy five percent of what everybody wants to do. Mm -hmm. In the two previous scores, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do get everything, everything you want to do. Once you get to a seven or an eight. You need to sit down as a family and start prioritizing, hey, what do we really want to do? And what are we okay missing? Because you're going to miss stuff. Mm -hmm. So that is seven and eight. Um, again, early mornings, pretty much every morning. Late nights, pretty much every night. Nine and ten, good luck here. <laughs> That's my note. Good luck here. Based on what we saw at Christmas, expect delays that start early and late. You're not taking a break in between. You're in the park all day. Because no. if you leave, you may not get back in. Correct. Because there may be a capacity. Um, you're probably looking at 100-minute wait times on most on of the On a rides. majority of rides. Right. Yep. Even the ones that are stupid, you should not be waiting on. You don't have any other choice. No. It, well, I mean, the ones that usually are like a walk-on, those will push you over an hour. Right. And the the really popular ones, I I've seen days where the majority of the attractions and rides in the park yep. are close to two hundred, if not over two hundred minutes. All right, so let's dive into them a little bit further. So that's our scoring system. We gave you a quick rundown of it. Now we're gonna get and into a little bit more of the details. Pretty similar to what most like if you just Google crowd calendar, yep. that's pretty similar to how most of them are gonna break it down. Like I said, the only difference is like with an undercover tourist or um there was one other that um oh, who was it wd prep school had no a yeah wdw is a wdw prep school is a yep. five point park prodigy had the same yeah touring Taurus. plans they all do the one to ten yeah and it's one to three four to six and then seven to ten they lump in oh, those okay. reds all yeah. together yeah. Okay. we kind of broke down those red days a yep. little bit just to give you a picture of like because there there is a significant difference between a 7 yes. out of 10 and yeah. a 10 out of 10 Yeah, day. absolutely. Yeah, that's why I didn't like that scoring system. Even in a like... 7 out of 10, you can get out of the park and come back in. Yeah. A 10 out of 10, nope. No, no, it's not happening. All right, so let's delve a little bit further into the 1 to 3. We talked about what you can expect wait times. 
Um, you know, you don't have to have early mornings. You may want to have one or two early mornings uh, just because you might want to get a breakfast or something like mm -hmm. that, but it's not really necessary. This should be a full-on vacation. Yeah. If, you're, if it's not, you're doing it wrong. Um, it's super easy to plan. You don't need a ton of legwork for it. You did a little bit of research for folks to figure out, okay, when are those one to three time frames? They're, they're few and far between. And like I said, you know, some of this stuff I found, it was like, okay, you can find a one to three day, one random day. The rest of the week might be a four or okay. a five. So there are some sweet spots that we, we have plugged throughout all of our episodes hmm. since we started this. Early May. Okay. Yes, we love early May. Early to mid-May. So in 2024... Wednesdays, for whatever reason, you got two Wednesdays, mm -hmm. the first two weeks of May, that are predicted to be in that yeah. one to three category. Late August. So, love a late August. Yep. Late August, starting around the 20. These are for a one to three. One to three. You can, as we get into it, we'll talk a little bit more. But one to three, you've got a few days the third week of August. You have the 21st and the 23rd. Yep. Okay. September. Yep. Again, everybody knows September is a slower yeah, time in Disney because everybody just went back to school. And it's really unlikely unless you're going with people that are not in school. Yeah, right. That that you're going to do that because, you know, it's frowned upon to pull your kids out of school when they just started. Yeah, and so it looks like the week of September 10th through the 18th is – Prime yeah, pretty real slow. Estate. Yeah, okay. You got two days at the beginning of December which between me, which between the rush of Thanksgiving and Christmas, you got a couple of days, December third and fourth. Okay. Um. So both WDW Prep School and Magic Guides use a five point scale, um, and the categories are light, below average, average, above average, and heavy. And again. It, I couldn't find any light. Right. So a five you can point find scale, below average. But a five-point scale is essentially one, two, three, four, three, four. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right? I mean, that's Correct. what a five-point scale is. It's just we just put a number to it. Yep. It's all the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is a four-point scale, just so to remind folks, because I grouped one to three, four to six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Of course, I do things different. Of course. It's so both of them call out kind of that mid-May sweet spot that, you know, second week of May, yep. even into the third week of May as the lighter, lower crowd, one to three-ish range. Again, August. They both count in a week earlier. Um, Interesting. Which is what we find. Yeah. The off-peak yeah, yeah. starts. Yeah. Anywhere around August 12th to or 13th. So you're going to find lower crowds mid to late August and then through most of September. Yeah, uh, lower crowds and lower prices. That's the other yes. thing with the peak times. Uh, yes. You're gonna, it's going to affect pricing big time um, if you go during off-peak hours. Okay, so that's one to three uh one to three genie plus how often you know well, we talked about how often it happens genie plus are you getting genie plus when it's one to three i think it depends on the park you're going to because like when we went mid-may yeah 
We used it at Hollywood Studios because Hollywood Studios <clears throat> is always generally busy. And that's the thing about these crowd calendars is some of them, mm. most of them, give a general overall within all of the parks. We're at a two out of yep. out of ten or whatever. But they will also break it down for you by particular park them, on yeah, right. that day. Yep. And they'll recommend Go to this park on this day. And we'll break that down when we li- give the list of crowd calendars that we highlighted. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you exactly which ones do just an break it down by Disney park. experience or just by park. And so I think, again, it depends on the day. that Because a lot of these, like I said, you can find a 3 out of 10 day dropped in the middle of your week. Yeah. So you may not need Genie Plus that day, depending on what park you're in. And your willingness—excuse <laughs> me, your, your willingness to get up. Yeah. Right. So maybe you want to get up early and go to Hollywood Studios, and because we have had tremendous yeah. success with that. And you and you want to save 150 bucks, or you know maybe it wouldn't be 30 bucks a day. It might be 20 bucks a day right. for Genie Plus. But even still, you want to save 100 bucks. So you're like, hey, we're all going to get up early. We're going to breeze through this park in two and a half, three hours, and then we're getting out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, or you may just say, oh, you know what? It's worth 100 bucks. Everybody gets to sleep in. We can crash. Because uh, you can be a little bit more flexible because you do have some opportunity because of the light crowds. Right. On those light crowd days, I would say maybe lean more toward an individual lightning lane. Yes. On those rides that you that are definitely <laughs> always tough. You are never going to find a day where Flight of Passage has a walk-on wait time. Yeah, right, right. So you may may not need the Genie Plus that day. Spring for the Lightning Lane so that you can check that box and you've got the rest of the day to tackle all the other stuff. Yes, they're not um they don't, they're not a combo package you can Mm-mm. do genie plus and not do lightning lane because hey you know what we've gotten on everything else who cares if we have to wait for an hour or so for this ride mm-hmm. or vice versa hey we don't have to wait an hour for that ride so we don't mind waiting 20 minutes for five other rides because we so you it doesn't have to be one or the other or both you you can split them up and right. use them however you want so those are one to three days and how you plan and strategize Mm-hmm. If you're going around those days. All right, four to six. A little bit more to pick from in terms of... A little, yeah. So what do you got? So, again, what I noticed, you're going to find more during the weekdays. The weekends tend to be higher. Um, so you might, if you're planning to go from like a Friday to thursday you count on friday saturday sunday being busier yeah being closer to that six yeah yep or they may even be sevens i saw many weeks where during the weekdays or monday tuesday wednesday thursday Mm. you're in the that four to six range but then friday saturday sunday or if there's a long weekend that monday so january but not the first two weeks. Oddly enough, the mm. first two weeks of January, um, the research I did said that there are some schools that don't go back right away on January 2nd. Gotcha. So there are some places where that first week of January, you're still going to get to see the Christmas decorations and all of that. 
So it's still pretty busy. And again, if you're looking at traveling with um, like college age, right? Yep. those Good kids point. are still on break. Yes. So opportunity or college kids just traveling on their own. Correct. Yes. Um, So beginning, you know, the second week of January, you'll find more days outside of the weekends that are a little bit lower. February is is not great. No. Okay. February is pretty busy. You might find a random weekday here or there that falls into that four to six category. Otherwise, you're not going to piece together a couple of days in February. No. Okay. How about March? Early March. Okay. First week of March is all you got because then you get into spring break and it gets a little nutty. Okay. Um, April, I found this really bizarre. And I disagree with this wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah. I, depends on when April vacation is. But those two, those two sets of dates encompass either possibility so you, of April vacation. You have April 16th through the it's 17th. It's only two days. And 22nd through the 23rd. Right. So you're only it's, looking at four days. And I think it means if April vacation is the 22nd and the 23rd, then the 16th and 17th, you're going to strike gold. If it's vice versa, then the 22nd and 23rd, you're going to strike gold. I think that's all that means. Really what it meant was you ended up – what I looked at was those days are 4 to 6, and the rest of the days that week are in the red. Do you remember if what days of the week those actually are? I don't. On the calendar? I don't. Interesting. Uh, Because I'm wondering, right, if they're before – or after the vacation time. So is it like Saturday and Sunday, April 16th and 17th? Oddly enough, no. It's a Tuesday and a Wednesday, mm-hmm. middle of the week. 22nd and 23rd, same thing, Monday, Tuesday. So interesting. Okay. Um, again, pretty much the whole month of May. Yes. You're going to find yep. if it's – It's just n- weird to me because the South gets out of school – in in May, late they, they're like Colleges third week of May though. I guess people are just doing other stuff. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much all of May, you're either going you're going to find lighter crowds until you get close to that Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend is a different yeah right of course um, yeah, yep. situation, but May is a sweet spot. You get great weather and lower crowds. Um. You're only going to get a couple of days in June that are in the yellow. Yeah, you can't expect that. And then again, most of your days in August, if they are not considered a one to three, most of your days in August are considered a four to six. And that is just because it's so damn hot. It's hot. And again, at that point, the South is going back to school the second week of August. So Yeah, they're they're gearing up. Okay. September is is you're gonna find yeah the four to six range all over the place all over the place october during the week is is pretty light with the exception of when you've got columbus day weekend that that week the friday before the monday of even the tuesday because people we've done it columbus day week you take yeah, right. Okay. The kids are already out of school on Monday, so you take them out for like Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. Yes. So it's a little busier. Um, November, you've only got a couple days in early November, but mid-November leading up to Thanksgiving is on the slower side. So you're going to find those four to sixes. Um and then Monday through Friday in December up until the week of Christmas. And okay. then all bets are off. All right. And now Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, what's your I, strategy here? Yep, I would do it. 
If you're fours, again, I think it depends. There's a difference between a four and a six. If Mm. if it's most of your days are fours, you may not need it. But I think in in August. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm doing Genie Plus. I don't know that I am. I don't know that I am. I'm on the fence on it. Uh, I I guess it depends because, like you said, what is that park that day? Is right. it a four? Is it a six? How am I feeling? Am I exhausted? Do I want to sleep in? Mm-hmm. And then I want a genie plus it? Or am I like, yes, first day of it. So we're fine. We're good. Uh, I would probably be... I, I would play it by ear on that one. Yeah, and, and the thing that's nice now, the change that they've made, is you don't have to do length of stay Genie Plus. Yeah, yeah. When originally it came out, you had to buy Genie Plus for every day that you were there, and that's not the case anymore. So yeah. you can decide, like, you know what? We were out in the park until late last night. Yeah. We're all ex- – or, you know, we had – a late flight we got in really late and we want to sleep in the first day like you have the ability to kind of make those judgment calls now and decide day by day I, do i want the genie plus do i not you get a feel for it on day one and you're like oh this is a little busier than i thought it was gonna be i think that is the key phrase you get a feel for it because it's four to six mm-hmm. and so you can get a feel for it and be flexible. I think the next two scores that we're talking about. You don't have a choice. There's, yeah, there's no flexibility. You know no. what I mean? Your your flexibility is forced flexibility, and we'll get into that. Um, same thing, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane are separate. Yep. Uh, yes. So, I again. If you get one, you don't have to get the other Not here. necessarily. Okay. Because, again, you still have the option for virtual queue on Tron yep. and on Guardians And right then on now. four to six, you should be able to get it. You should be and able to get your virtual queue. If you're at a deluxe, you've already listened to episodes, and you're at a deluxe resort. Take advantage of your extra hours. Hell yeah, you should be hitting your extra hours at six o'clock, getting in that virtual queue for whatever ride you want to get on and mm-hmm. scooting right in that bad boy. It should not be an issue whatsoever. So still some flexibility on yep. saving some money yes. in that regard. And, totally and forgot those are to the... tell Brian that he's staying at a deluxe resort. Oh, and yeah, we got to do that. Hours. Yeah. And the other thing is your Genie <clears throat> Plus and your Lightning Lane are going to fall in a little bit of a less expensive category yes. on those days. Yep. Yep. The less crowded, the less it costs. All right, seven and eight, we talked about so you need to start to prioritize here because you're mm-hmm. not getting to everything. Sit down as a family, discuss what you're okay missing and mm-hmm. then go from there. Lots, wow, lots of seven and eight days. And that that was something that I looked at and I went, wow. Because again, mo- I, I'm going to call them the, the red. The time you're traveling, you're probably going to be in the a red. seven and They're eight in the red. day, huh? They are. Cause, and, and that's, you know, again, they color code on all of these sites. Yep. So your green is your one to threes, your yellow is your four to six, and your reds are seven to ten and it was fascinating to me to see how much red there was now again there's smatterings of things so like in january you've got what appears in our notes to be a whole bunch of dates but it's all the weekends it's the eighth and the ninth yeah 12 30 you know it 12 to the 50 it's the 19th and the 20th 15th was probably um, martin Martin luther Luther king King. Right, right 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 so if you're going during the week, yes, you're going to find those lighter crowds. On the weekend, it's going to be busier. 
Uh, so pretty much every weekend in January, every weekend in February. Um, February vacation yeah, week yeah. is is a big one. Um, for those who live in the Northeast, April vacation. When you take that February vacation and April vacation is 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 a lot of wait time. Yeah. March, uh, when you look at when the colleges are out, you're going to be in for some heavy crowds. 18th through the 28th the is 18th. definitely spring break for yeah that's for the colleges. March Madness. Yep. Yep. Um, in April, it's the majority of the month of April. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, because again, yeah. you still have some. Seven. So uh, the ten, Northeast takes their April days. break, but those schools in the South, they take like a one spring break, and it's March to March. early April. Yes, yeah, that 18th to 28th time frame. Or even, you know, I was perplexed by the 8th to the 15th. I think yeah. there are some schools Maybe. that might be taking breaks during that time. It also depends on when Easter falls. True. This year, Easter happens to be earlier. It's in that 18 to 28 range in March. Gotcha. Um, so that's probably but why But Easter that, yeah. will mm-hmm. tend to be a very busy time. In May, very few red days. Yeah. They're weekend days. Okay. It, yeah, it's the twelfth is Mother yeah. Mother's Day. All right, um, and then seventeen, eighteen, and then the end, the Memorial Day weekend, twenty fourth gotcha. to the twenty eighth. Gotcha. Um, June, <laughs> June, pretty much Just the June. whole yeah, Just pretty June. much the whole month of June. <laughs> Your list is the first and the second, and then the the seventh to the thirtieth. Yeah. Oh, so like three, four, five, you're good. Yes. Other than that, you're screwed. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. But again, these are seven. Eight. Eight, yes. So they're manageable. They're going to be busy, but they're manageable. Manageable prioritizing because you're going to miss stuff. Manageable meaning you're getting up every morning pretty much – and you're you're See, you're I'm planning really, the shit out of this trip. I'm really curious on this one because it had the whole month of July. And we're going to be there. We've been yes. there in July. Yes. You and I went in July. Yeah. And again, I don't know if it didn't seem as busy because it was an adult trip. We I'm, are different though. Seven, eight for us. Again, we are those folks that plan the shit out of it. Yep. We know everything we want to do. We've got everything prioritized. We don't mind walking away from something. We don't feel like yeah. we're missing anything. Because we know we're going back. Right. So Usually when we're there, yeah. we know the date of yeah. when we're going back. <laughs> so I think that is a lot of the stress release yeah. relief for us is that we've already got that stuff built into our schedule. So it's okay mm-hmm. for us, and we don't find it as stressful maybe. We don't see the 7-8 that everybody else sees. Right. So I'm curious when we go in July, and it's the four of us, because we've been in July, the two of us, mm-hmm. which is a whole different ball game mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. When it's the four of us, I'm curious to see what we feel about it. Sure. Um, as far as busy days in August, very few. The exact opposite of June, pretty much. Yes. So you've got a couple days early, early August. Yep. And then late, late August, 30th and 31st. Odd. I don't understand uh, why. Labor Day? Labor. Uh, maybe. maybe. That's probably. Yeah, because um, September 1, 2. So yep. that's probably yep. where it falls in. Yep. And then September, you and only got a couple of days yep. that are really busy. The 1st yep. and the 2nd and the 21st. God only knows why the 21st, but. All right, and then October is pretty busy. I'm October guessing those are mostly busy. weekends, right? Yep, so it's weekends. You got Columbus Day and then leading into Halloween. Labor Day is September 2nd. Yep, so that makes sense. Yep. Um, and then leading, okay, leading into October is Halloween. And then November, same thing. Yeah. Weekends, 
Weekends uh, and Thanksgiving. Veterans, Veterans Day, 8th through the 11th, that's your Veterans yep. Day. So that's why you got a swath there. Um, and, and then Thanksgiving. Yep. I'm going to venture to guess that November 1st through the 5th is a couple of things. One, it's the Halloween hanged, hangover. hangover. Yes. But also Election Day. Yes. Because it's an opportunity to take kids. Yes. Not miss a day of school. Right. Okay. And then in December. Yep. Um, Early December, you know, just weekends, once you hit December 20th, that's when it starts to get a little bit dicey, out of control. Yeah. Well, we were okay with it. All right. So 9 and 10. Here it is. This is going to be your toughest one, obviously. That's why it's in the – oh, wait, wait, wait. Lightning lanes. Lightning lanes, Genie Plus is 7 and 8s. 100%. You have to. You have to do both? Yeah. If – so here's the thing. If <laughs> – Oh, my God. <laughs> Now we we did Lightning Lane and Genie Plus, but I was gonna say if you're those people who again have been a lot and you know you're going back, you may be able to walk away from some of it. If you are not mm. those people and you really wanna be able to take advantage of all the time that you have, yeah, you gotta suck it up and you gotta pay for the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane. Okay. I hate it. Yeah. But if you're, and it's going to be very expensive. It's going to be expensive, and I hate telling people that they have to do that. But if you're really going to get the most out of your time there, that's mm. the route you have to go. Mm. Mm. You better get groceries. Mm -hmm. You better have a lot of meals in because you got to be Yeah, you're going to find other ways to save yeah. your money. Yeah. All right, 9 and 10. Here we go. This sucks. Yeah. Nine, Back it up. 9 and 10 is you're, you have to go – knowing you are go never, never going to do it all. I feel like 9 and 10, you prioritize and you don't plan. You don't plan. I mean, you, you try to make meal reservations. You plan to wait in lines. Yeah, you're like, we'll, try, we'll just pick the shortest line and get in it. Yeah. That's pretty much your plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean – Genie Plus. What we were seeing, let's just clarify for folks. We are talking about the week between Christmas and New Year. Yes. When we were looking at a hundred plus minutes mm -hmm. wait time for everything except for um, uh, Figment, which was like 40 plus minutes or mm -hmm. 60 Which plus is ridiculous because right. you just walk on Figment. Yeah. Right. So we are talking absolute pandemonium like like what <laughs> most folks have never seen because i would have never guessed it's wall we, to yeah. wall people we've been at seven eights and nines never at a 10 and when i saw what a 10 looked like i was like that that is such a waste of time and money mm -hmm. um so you have to have really low expectations yeah. if you're going on those days yeah and i can't imagine Going for the first time at a 9 and a mm -mm. 10 level. Right? You'll never it, go back. You'll never go back. You will never. And I, I don't blame those folks at all. Nope. If that is the only time you've ever been, cool, good Lord, why would you sign up for that again? Right. Right? So there's very little planning here. Yeah, the G, uh, oh, let's go through the dates of it. It's, January 1st through the 7th? Really? Yeah. Again, because not everyone goes back to school right away. Okay. Um, 
and then the wow. yeah and then one random saturday the 13th um again uh, martin luther king day weekend. weekend yep in march again during you've got yep. those spring breaks yep. 10th to the 17th 29 and 30 yep okay uh 29 and 30 is because of well Easter. march sucks huh because mm-hmm. it's seven and eight on the 18th through the 28th and then mm-hmm. it's uh, 9 and 10 from the 10th mm-hmm. through the 17th. So pretty much the 10th through the 30th. Yeah, your SOL. Horrible. 7 plus every day. Yep. Okay. First week of April. And again, that's part of the Easter, Easter yep. uh, stretch. Yep. Fourth of July. Now, just the, the day. Just the day, the 4th of July. That's and again, I'd be curious to break that down by park. park. Um, but the 4th of July is a 10 out of 10 day. Or, uh, Probably. Epcot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. The weekend of Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, and then December, t- Christmas Eve. Yep. Through New Year's, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, Christmas Eve, essentially through the second week in January, first, first full weekend in yes. January. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And then you have a note here. Prep calendar says that February. Oh, that those are vacations. Yeah. Just yeah. that. Yeah. They they kind of coincide with it was just kind of using multiple sources and longer weekends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes on those days. That is a tough one, and I feel like we don't have enough experience to because we avoid point. those days like the plague. What I will tell you is, we did Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yes. In the parks. Um, And again, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, everything around Christmas really depends on when Christmas falls. We hit a sweet spot this year because we were able to get in. Christmas was on a Monday. So a lot of people are waiting through that. Like they're letting the kids go to school through Friday. They may be traveling on Saturday or Sunday. So it was not obnoxious busy on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But again, we followed crowd calendars by park. Right. And we found the parks that were recommended for those days. You may want to be in the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, and if you do, sorry for you, you're gonna be waiting. We didn't wait for a damn thing on Christmas Day. So we did have success on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day using genie plus and lightning lane yeah on those 10 out of 10 days it really comes down to how much money do you want to spend because you're gonna spend 40 dollars a person yes for that day and you it, it will certainly buy you opportunity to get on more rides than if you're just waiting in yeah. a line yeah I don't know how many. It's not going to buy you as many opportunities yeah. as it will on a six out of ten day. I would I would say this. I would say nine. If you're going on a nine out of ten day, Genie Plus purchasing opens up at midnight. I would I would purchase it at midnight. Mm-hmm. I would not wait until the morning of. Because can you imagine opening up that um, app and looking at a hundred plus minute wait time on Figment? You know at that moment. Everybody is buying Genie Plus mm-hmm. and all of right, the... Right, buy it early. Yeah, buy it early, log on at 7, get your first couple of rides in so at least you have something done. 
I just don't know that you have any other options on on, on those days. That yeah, seven, eight, it's nine, tough. ten. It is rope tough. dropping isn't going to help you. Staying late isn't going to help you. I, I, I maybe your deluxe hours will squeak in a couple of things. Yeah, maybe. but even that is going to because they're all the you're only looking at two days out. and you're only looking at two parks. You're Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and Epcot, and that's it. And it's only and you gotta you, you gotta hope that you're in those days fall within your travel plans. Right. Right. Rope drop did, isn't going to help you because like yeah, if when, you did Tuesday to Sunday, then you're not getting into Magic Kingdom. Right. Or, right. Because your trip just isn't there on a Monday night. So yep. you're screwed. Or you fly in on Monday and it's like, eh, too late. Yep. Uh, that Tonight is Magic Hours and we don't have it. So yep. um, it just, you, you really have to be careful with that. I think on your nine out of 10 days too, if you're going during one of those really heavy times, those are the, the trips where you definitely want to get park hoppers yeah. so that you have the opportunity to get hop the to the Dodge. places <laughs> where there's less crowd. If there is a place with less crowd. All right. So let's talk about the tools that we use. We'll go through this quick because we're already at 40 minutes. This is I thought this was going to be a quick episode, but crowd calendars, we do use them a lot. All the time. Uh, and I will tell you that on this trip when we just went in December for Christmas, yep. we were not steered in the wrong direction. Like it yep. was spot on for and helping us. Use? We used Undercover Tourist. Undercover Tourist. So let, we'll start there, even though it's a little bit out of order. Undercover Tourist, um, I say maybe the most complete one. It's got the temps on it. It includes SeaWorld, Universal, Universal. all of the Disney individual parks. It's mm-hmm. not Disney World. It's each individual yep. park. It tells you where to go, which parks to avoid. So not mm-hmm. only where to go, but where not to, to go. go. Yep. Green, check mark. Red exclamation, green is go, red exclamation is avoid. If it doesn't have any of those. It's kind of in the middle. Yeah, you're up, you know, you, you're you at your own risk. Um, on a Google search, I found this very strange that it's further down the page hmm. because it is a great website. It is fabulous. It's we my love go-to. It. Yeah, it's our go-to. So um, it's further down the page, and I don't think it should be. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think a lot of. Folks, I don't know whether or not it was the first one to go free or not, but I, it seems like it has single-handedly, for me, made me stop paying for a crowd calendar because mm-hmm. this one is – it's worked enough that I'm like, I don't see the point no, of spending the money. super accurate. <clears throat> um, all right, so that is Undercover Taurus. That's the one we use. Now, uh, we will also say we don't necessarily just use one. No. Very often we'll open one, we'll open another one, and we'll bounce back and forth mm-hmm. to see, hey, does this coincide with what they're saying too? Because if so, these are two trusted websites and they're both saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. 100% we're going there. Um, so that's another strategy that you can use. Another uh, website was the Disney Tourist blog. I like the articles on this website. I read through them a lot. Mm-hmm. I was super disappointed with their crowd calendar. There is no crowd calendar. No. It's a narrative, and like yeah. if you don't, if you want to, like, give me the answer quick and easy. Yeah. I don't want to sit here and read paragraphs. Yeah, it literally said, if we just had a visual crowd calendar graphic here, many of you would only look at that and then not read the accompanying explanation. That's okay. That's what I want to do. Right. If I wanted more information, then I would read it. But thank you for dictating how I get my information. Right. Not a fan whatsoever. Great articles on there. Mm-hmm. Totally worth the read, but don't tell me what to do. Oh, yes. Me. Can't stand that. 
WDW Prep. This is a crowd calendar I like. A lot of times mm-hmm. we will bounce this one and uh, undercover tours off of each other. Another five-point system. The um, difference with WDW Prep is that it gives you more of like a overview. Yeah. It doesn't dig into individual parts, but yeah. it's a really nice visual to see like – where do I have three or four green days yep. strung together yes, yep. to help me plan what week I want to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, that was the other caveat that I wanted to say. Don't use your crowd calendar necessarily to pick the days you're going to go um, unless you're using it that like that. Like mm-hmm. if you're like, hey, we could go in August, then open up the WDW prep calendar to pick, oh, let's do the, – these are four or five green days in a row – and then you flip to undercover tourist and say, okay, now what park am I going, going to, to in each, in each yep. of those days, right? So that's how you use the tools to complement each other. Mm-hmm. Magic guides, decent calendar, um, and it breaks down each park and the crowd level, not just all of Disney. Um, it's, the again, the five-point scale that we were talking about. No park is listed as having light crowds any day in 2024, according to this calendar. That was yep. one of your notes on it. Yep. You, you found that interesting, huh? I did. I did. Cause I, I, and, and it goes along with what most of the other calendars are telling us. Yeah. Like, gone are the days. Yeah, yeah. Disney doesn't want light crowd days because that doesn't mean good money for no. them. Pixie Vacations was another one. I just had a note that it wasn't a great crowd calendar. I know. I th- oh, I remember what it was. It literally was like January. It had like January, the month, on a PowerPoint slide, and then it had icons on it. Like um, you could wear shorts, and um, it, it, there's a little bit of feet, and then I don't know something else. Like it's crowded, and then it, that's all it was. It was okay. like icons in the mm-hmm. month, and I okay. was like, yeah, that's that's awful. Undercover Taurus, we talked about Park Prodigy, I thought was very similar to Undercover Tourist, but they also gave the ticket price per day in the top right-hand corner of mm-hmm. the day, which I thought was interesting because, again, if you're thinking about – if you're really pinching pennies, some families have to do it, and you're like, oh, you know what? We know we want to have a day, an, an, an off day, then make your off day a day when the park – ticket is 20 bucks more per person than mm-hmm. another day like and oh we were, we were gonna do wednesday but thursday would save us 80 dollars as a family if we took thursday off then don't buy a park ticket that for that day I, I don't know if you could do that but yeah it's weird when you buy park tickets for a week stretch you pick the day that you're starting okay and i think it kind of goes based off of your start day okay all right so you're not able to do that never mind but i still thought it was interesting because if you're Cherry-picking days, you can actually see the price Mm -hmm. of the tickets on that day. Um, Touring plans, you still have to pay for. I don't know what they're doing. Right, and I really didn't find that even when we were paying for it, that touring plans was quite as accurate. I I was never a huge fan of touring plans. No, you weren't. I I had liked it. It was one of the first crowd calendars that I had found. Um, But again, it wasn't telling me anything that an undercover tourist wasn't telling me for free. So mm-hmm. that's really tough to justify. Um, here's what I look for in a crowd calendar. Like I said, we like to look at a bigger picture, you know, a 10,000-foot level to say, hey, are there a couple of days that we string together? And then we dive in further. I like the daily crowd calendar. I don't want a week because mm-hmm. a week, as you have said numerous times in our one-to-four rankings, one-to-three rankings, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday could look like this. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday can look very different than that. Could mm -hmm. literally double. You could go from a three to an eight, just like that, right? Yep. So a weak crowd calendar I'm not comfortable with. Um, I want you to tell me the level at the park, not level all of Disney. And um, yeah, right. Right, and comparing. And what else do you look for in your crowd calendar? I really, I want to know. My big thing is by park by day. Yeah. What park? It, because again, you may not have tons of flexibility in the week you're selecting. If if you are pigeoned into a, a small window of where when you can go, then how am I going to make the most out of the time that I'm there? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's it. That's the crowd calendar episode, how you can use it, ones you can use, um, what we recommend and how to do it. So if you have any questions, as always, you can email us questions with an S at ReadySetDisney.com. We will be happy to help you plan your upcoming vacation. Um, for me, upcoming shows, you can always go to CoreyGComedy.com and uh, uh, plan a time to come out and see me if you're planning. Uh, upcoming shows. Did I say our upcoming shows? No. Oh, our next show, we are going to do a Frequently Asked Questions episode. We're going to go through uh, some, some questions we see all the time, that we get all the time, people ask us. So we're going to go through a couple of those Frequently Asked Questions um, so we can help you plan. And oh, you know what I wanted to say? Oh, I discovered on Spotify. When you open up Spotify on the episode, there's a little box. You could type in anything. Great, helpful, and one word, whole paragraph, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Type something. Help us out. We're really trying to grow this thing. This is my new spiel every time. So help us grow that. In the meantime, travel safe. We'll talk to you soon.